You're listening to the Birth of You podcast. Thank you so much for being here and listening because you're taking time from your life to learn a little bit about mine. So when you're done, find me on Instagram and search for the Birth of You podcast or share this with somebody that you know would also appreciate it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Birth of You podcast. If you're new here, uh, this podcast is about how life experiences turn us into who we are by four things, leaning into discomfort, practicing vulnerability, standing in empowerment, and holding space. Um, you know, you that those four things, they help us grow into the latest and greatest version of ourselves. And today, our topic is being the strong friend. There's three phases that come with being the strong friend or the strong person in your circle. Maybe it's the, you're a very strong pillar in your family who supports a lot of people and you maybe hold it all together at some point or another, maybe all the time. And uh, those three phases are the giving, the aftermath, and the growth. So, you're probably a lot like Luisa in the Disney movie Encanto that just came out. A lot of people are are talking about it. Um, and I related to her a lot because of being that person that other people can um, depend on for support or venting or advice, whatever it is. So you may be you may be listening to this because you're that person in your circle or maybe you want some insight into the people who have supported you because you have somebody who is like that in your life and you want some insight about it um so you're usually this person because people go to you for advice which could be um because you give great advice they know that you've been through whatever it is they may be going through you could be older, maybe not just physically, but mentally. Um, they see you as somebody who is wise. You're that shoulder to cry on. You know how um, how to just shut up and listen without judgment. Sometimes that's what people need. And if you're good at that, then that could be why you are this person to somebody else. Um Maybe something about your demeanor is calming or comforting or you're a mother or father figure to the to somebody else. And sometimes people think that you just have it all together. You have it all figured out, but little do they know you're barely holding your life together or you're you're also just trying to navigate through all these rough waters, you know? And um, because of your character, you put yourself last or you tend to because you just care so much about the people around you that reach out maybe too much sometimes in your opinion. And sometimes, you know, they don't people don't realize that they're doing it. Um, But regardless of reciprocation levels, we're there for other people. Right. So the first phase, what I call the giving phase Um, which is where your intention is to give what you can, but 
sometimes it backfires and we end up giving too much. Or we give what we can to so many, it may not be a lot across the board, but it's it's a little to a lot of different people or situations and then it adds up and that's how it becomes too much. And you don't always have to be there. Um, sometimes you have your own problems to carry, right? You're tired too. You've supported them enough until you feel like you can support them again. Um, it's okay to take a break. We give ourselves a guilt trip for setting boundaries but then wonder why we feel exhausted because there could be a lack of boundaries. And holding space is necessary, don't get me wrong. The reason why people may turn to you is because you're just good at being there and sitting with them through the muck and whatever it is that they're experiencing. But we forget that this should be done in increments because it just, like I said, it adds up. Um, another thing is, you know, be cautious of energy vampires. If you, if you feel drained after being around somebody and nothing significant even happened, it could be that they might be an energy vampire. Um, I don't really want to go into explaining that. You can look it up. And you'll get a general idea of what that is. It's just somebody who really, for whatever it is, for whatever reason it may be, they just drain you. Um, And then, you know, of course, we get upset with everyone but ourselves. We blame them for coming to us because we're, we're that person. Over and over, we're that person because we just give and give and give. And we get a little carried away with giving sometimes because... It is rewarding. It can be rewarding to see, you know, a loved one, a a good friend, um, a coworker, whatever. They come to you for something and after everything's all said and done or whatever, they come back and they say something along the lines of, you know what, thank you so much for being there. I really appreciate it, blah, blah, blah. And that makes you feel good inside. And there's nothing wrong with that, but... Sometimes, uh, unless we speak up, which by the way, I have I have an episode all about speaking up. Give it a listen if you have trouble with speaking up and setting boundaries. Um, but anyway, ultimately, it just it ends it ends up being our own fault, and sometimes it's hard to uh, accept that. And if you ever feel like you want to change your mind about being there for someone, that's okay too. You know, maybe you're there for somebody for like years and you never feel like when you need this person, they just don't ever really return the love. It's okay to like slowly kind of, you know, uh, what is it called? Shorten the leash or whatever. Uh, you know how they say, give them an inch, they take a mile, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. It's okay. If you change your mind, you don't, you don't have to be there for somebody forever all the time. They can find another strong friend. Uh, the second phase is the aftermath. This is where it's hard to remember that we should also be nice and caring to ourselves. Because we 
we're also tough on ourselves. You know, sometimes we're the strong friend because we tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. And maybe in the moment, they don't like it, but they're appreciative later on because in the end, it is what they needed, not what they not what they wanted. Like, you know how people say tough love or, well, it's, it's for your own good or whatever. This is what I'm talking about. And for me, when it comes to this, like the aftermath, I always find myself torn between two things. The first one is I... I feel very conflicted and I feel, um, I guess, apathetic because I expect my efforts from others thinking that they would do the same for me. Like, if I do this for them, I'm there for them no matter what. Why why wouldn't they do it for me? But then I don't receive the same efforts or love, whatever it is, and then I realize I should never expect my personal standard or my efforts from anyone else because they're not me and I'm not them. I am only ever in control of myself, my actions, and my reactions. The truth, the ugly truth of the matter is that we can't control anybody else. We can't even control our own kids. If you're a parent, sorry, you can't control it. Um, you don't know what your kid's going to do. Shoot, sometimes my kids jump off of like something high and it freaks me out. There's no way I can control that. I don't know what's going through my kid's head sometimes. <laughs> but that's a silly example, but it's still, you know, you get the idea. Um, And this is just a reminder that not everyone else knows how to be or is that way you know like not everybody is um a good quote-unquote candidate for lack of a better word some people suck at being reliable um I know sometimes I in certain areas I can suck at being reliable um it just depends on what it is but don't don't blame other people for who they're not because we all have our own paths, we all have our own journeys, and maybe in 10 years, 5 years, whatever, the person who's always leaning on you will be there for you. Um, if, you're, if you're the strong one in your circle, be easy on yourself. You know, know that your traits are what make you you, and it's okay to not feel strong or to not even be strong so this is just a reminder you know to make time for yourself even if it's just like 10 minutes you need to go scream in your pillow um you cry when you go to bed whatever go to the gym journal or see a therapist whatever it is that helps you decompress that helps you um reset do it for yourself don't forget to do it for yourself take your own advice and don't assume that someone will check on you once in a while just because sometimes they get caught up in their lives. But know that because people do reach out to you, or they have in the past, whatever, you are valued. You're somebody that they value in their life. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't turn to you for whatever situation, whatever advice they need, whatever ear 
um, that they need to listen to and the shoulder to cry on. Just remember who you are and don't, don't let the lack of empathy that this world has um, discourage you or change you because, geez, we, we need it. We still need a lot of empathy in this world. So one thing that you can do is sit down and make a list of people that you know you can rely on or talk to, confide in for yourself. Ask yourself, who else is supporting you? That way, whenever you need support and you feel lonely, you can go back to that list because sometimes, you know, it's easy to forget and we're used to being like, oh, so strong and, and held together, whatever. It, it can be easy to forget that we can ask for help too. It's okay to ask for help. And then with this comes the growth. This is, this is the third phase and most of the time we become better for it. Um, for example, you know, I'm, I'm told all the time by, by people, um, like they mentioned that I'm so confident and, you know, how are you so strong and, or something about me being well-rounded, right? But the thing is that I wasn't always this way and it didn't happen overnight. There's no secret. It took me years of different experiences to get to who I am today and where wherever I'm headed and I think as humans you know we tend to forget that about other people like it's easy to look at somebody and be like wow like they have it all together look at them but little do you know like they're fighting their own battles you know it took me years to even admit to myself before telling anyone else that I was in an abusive relationship when my I was going to therapy and well, I'm still going to therapy, but I was my first therapist. <laughs> uh, she was the one that pointed out what was happening basically underneath my own nose. And I, and I couldn't smell like I, it was like, I was nose blind to it. And I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, no, that's not what's happening. And this is because, uh, the abuse I was experiencing was, it was financial, uh, mental, and it was verbal. So in my head, I thought that the only abuse somebody could experience was physical abuse. And it took a long time for me to even admit it, to even accept it. And that's, you know, how they say, well, the first step is accepting it. It really was, it really rang true for me because once I did, it was like I just unlocked a whole series of new doors in my life for this next chapter that I, I had no idea what they what this chapter consisted of, but let me tell you, it all turned out to be amazing. I didn't see it right away, but it was. Anyway, um, what I'm getting at is that, I, you know, I used to think so little of myself that if you would have told me then that one day I'd be able to handle every curveball, that I was going to hit a home run every time life said, here comes another one, you know, I, I would have said, okay, yeah, right, whatever. Um... But all that to say that everybody is who they are because of, you know, what we go through. And if you're the strong friend, it's obviously because you've probably gone through something really crappy and you handled it, you know, you handled it better than you thought or whatever. 
And you'd be surprised how much people are paying attention to others like yourself. And we don't realize it until maybe they say something like, you know, I came to you because of this. Like I noticed how you went through this and you just you just handle it so gracefully or whatever it is. Um, and for the receivers, if you're not really the strong one in your circle, but you have somebody in your life. Just remember that while they have supported you, listened to you, reach out to you once in a while to check on you, they were probably going through their own battles. They were probably hurting deep down. They, they, they may have been um, depressed or just maybe even just really overwhelmed or stressed out. And they still held space for you. They still took time from themselves or the energy that they were trying to conserve for themselves to be there for you. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say like, oh, you're a burden or anything like that. Because whoever this person is to you in your life, they wouldn't support you if they felt that way or if they thought that, okay? But if you're on the receiving end, just don't take it personally. If one day or once in a while this person to you, your strong friend, doesn't have much energy to give you or they just can't be there because they have their own things going on. And on behalf of all the strong friends, I do want to say thank you to all the receivers um, for valuing the input, the strength, and whatever wisdom it is that your strong person has to offer. So that's really all I have for this episode. I was trying to keep it short. Hope I didn't take too much of your time, Um, but let me know what you all thought. Have a good one.